Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the J-Roll Podcast. Today, I'm walking around my hometown of Troy, Michigan, and I'm going to tell you a bit more about the Genesis story. How did it all get started here at the J-Roll School of Music? So without further ado, let's get rocking and rolling. Live on fire, live on fire, J-Roll Podcast, live on fire. All right, so let's get into it. So at the time of this recording, it's October 2019. So by this time, I've been teaching for already 13 years. So if you don't already know, I'm actually 26 years old. But I started teaching guitar and teaching music when I was 13 years old. (laughs) I remember when I put my first ad up at a TCBY ice cream shop near my house. So I made a little flyer, I printed it on my parents' computer, and I put it up at TCBY, the ice cream shop. And it was awesome. I remember when I got my first call for my first student. And I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know what to do on the phone. But I called them, scheduled their first lesson, and it was awesome. I actually got paid to teach this person to play the guitar, which is something that I just love to do. And, you know, I'm just so blessed that all these years, a decade and some later, I'm still loving to play the guitar. I'm loving to sing. I'm loving to play piano. And I love to teach all my students. I love working with my staff. Really, I think a lot of this really goes even further, though, back to really when I got started, how I grew up. I'm extremely thankful for my parents and all my friends and teachers and mentors who helped me along the way to get to where I am. So I grew up in Troy, not far from where I'm walking right now, and my parents were both doctors, and while they were not musicians, they knew that education was important, especially music, and they knew that by me getting into music, I could learn a lot about life and maybe do better in school, whatever it may be. So my parents started me at piano lessons when I was about three years old. Now, was I good at that point? Absolutely not. But we had someone coming to the house and was giving my sister piano lessons, and I seemed to take a little bit of interest, and so they started me on piano lessons, and I stayed in it for about two months, and then I quit, because being a three-year-old, I didn't have much focus. And then a few years later, I found another teacher and started piano lessons again, and then shortly afterward, I quit. And then a third time, I joined piano lessons a third time, And this time I kind of stuck with it a little bit more, but even still, I didn't have all that much passion yet for playing piano. It was just something I did. I think really what kind of got me interested is when I actually started to write my own songs on the piano, I would just fool around. And there was something about just creating my own music that felt really, really cool. And so I definitely enjoyed doing that. But what really got me excited about music was the guitar. I asked my dad when I was about nine years old, I said, Dad, please, I want to be able to play the guitar. And he said, well, son, your hands are a little bit small. How about this? Why don't you prove to me that you're willing to practice your piano for a year, and then we can look into getting you a guitar. And so his technique worked. I practiced. Again, I still didn't love the piano at this point, but I I did practice quite a bit to at least show him that I was serious. I, I worked on my music. And then a year later, he got me a guitar for my 10th, well, for Christmas when I was 10 years old. And I was so excited. I got this beautiful red shiny guitar, which really fit with my personality. And 
I was so excited to play it. And then he got me a guitar teacher. And I loved my guitar teacher. I, you know, I worked with him for six years, and it, it was amazing. I just loved the guitar. It got me so excited about music. And shortly after starting guitar, <laughs> I decided to quit piano again. But this time, my parents made me call my teacher <laughs> to, to quit. <laughs> and that was very traumatizing, but a very important lesson. I learned a lot by actually having to call my teacher and tell them myself as a little 11-year-old kid that I'd be stopping my lessons. So anyway, at this point, I got really into the guitar, and it was a whole lot of fun. Started learning to play chords, started learning to play songs. And then after playing guitar for a few years, my dad suggested, he's like, you know, what if you learn to sing? And I was like, oh. I don't want to sing. You know, now my brother actually was a singer. My brother was in the choir, but my younger brother, Jacob, was in the choir, but I didn't really sing. That was not my thing. But my dad had a point, and so secretly, without telling him or anyone, I started trying to, to sing and learn how to sing, trying to get books, get CDs, go onto the internet, see whatever I could find in order to learn how to sing. And I'd spent hours and hours and hours doing research and practicing, doing exercises, and then got to a point where I just kind of plateaued and I, I realized that I needed help. I needed someone to help me to be able to learn how to sing. And so I sought out a voice teacher. And what inspired me to get that voice teacher was I saw this unbelievably amazing show at Troy High School called Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. I saw it at the high school. My brother was in it, is in the choir. That's why I went. And when I saw the show, I was like, wow, this is what I want to do. I want to be on stage like that. And so my dad ended up finding the, the voice teacher who taught one of the people in the show. And then I started my voice lessons. Now, when I started voice lessons, I was not intending to get into classical music, but that's what my voice teacher got me into, was introduced me to classical music, which was like a whole new door for me. So I got into musical theater, I got into classical music, started singing, but I definitely really also like to sing pop and jazz and other things, so, which my voice teacher didn't help me with a whole ton, so I did, did more of that research on my own and looking on videos. But, you know, having the classical training did give me the, the support, the start, to kind of be able to sing into that style. Now, over the years, I did have a variety of vocal teachers who were able to help me in the specific genres that I was most interested in. I definitely think that that's important, is to find a teacher who can really help you for what you need. You know, and here at JRO, um, there's a lot of students that we can help, and we do specialize in a variety of genres, such as classical and pop, jazz, but we don't teach all styles. So, for example, if someone wanted to play metal guitar, we are probably not the best school to be able to serve someone who wants to do metal guitar. There are other music schools that are better suited to help people who want to learn metal. So, anyway, it's good to know yourself, know what you, you're most interested in. Again, you can learn a lot from a teacher who might teach classical, but... If you're work wanting to really learn a specific genre, it does help to have someone who can help you with that specific genre. Anyway, so that was helpful for me was um, getting a voice teacher and then ultimately over the years finding voice teachers who could help me with the specific needs that I had as I grew as a singer. So anyway, so now I'm you know, 13, 14 years old. I'm learning to sing. I'm starting to teach people how to play guitar. And, you know, at that point, it was just kind of like a hobby, but I was starting to realize that this is actually something I could do as a full-time career. This could be what I'm meant to do. 
And so it just, it just was one day at a time, slowly. You know, I got into theater. I, I performed a lot. I did open mics. I remember my sister was working at a coffee shop when I was about 14, 15. And she and I came up with the idea of me playing music there at the coffee shop. So that was actually my first gig was I just talked to the owner and I got a free gig playing there. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, so again, each year I kind of grew a lot as a musician and I started taking some risks. I started putting myself out there, performing. And before long, by the time I was kind of late into high school, I started finding ways to actually get paying gigs. So I actually got paid to play, you know, whether it be at churches or if it was getting paid to teach music, uh, whether it's playing for someone's graduation party. And it was really cool. I was like, wow, this is something I just love to do, but I can actually make money at it. And through college, you know, I went to U- University of Michigan College, which, which was really fun. I really enjoyed myself uh, going to Ann Arbor. And anyway, it was, a good, it was a great experience at University of Michigan. Very thankful for all I learned there. But while I was there, I continued to teach music. And I would actually go to people's dorms and I would teach them there. I would put up a flyer at the beginning of each semester and I'd post flyers all over um, the dorms. And I'd get all these students who would start with me. And it was fun. It just was amazing seeing the improvement people could make after even just a semester or two of playing, playing guitar. So that was um, in college years. And then right after I graduated from college, I actually moved back home to my home, hometown of Troy. Moved into my mom's house. And at that time, my mom was... Was actually was, li- was living there in the house, and we had three dogs. But I had all you know. I started from scratch at this point, so I had some students in Ann Arbor that I was teaching. But then when I moved back to Troy, I kept a couple of those students because it was it was nice. I really didn't want to give them up. But over time, I couldn't keep those students. You know, driving an hour both ways um, to to teach them. But anyway, so I started essentially from scratch. And this was 2014. 2014, I started from scratch in my mom's house, teaching guitar, piano, and voice. And it was really fun. I was really learning now, not just doing it for fun, but actually starting to make a career out of it. And I was learning about marketing, learning how to promote myself, learning how to really help students get sustainable results. And so things just kind of start growing and before long I was able to really do this full time in 2014 just teaching students and performing at weddings and other live gigs and then come 2015 I got married to a beautiful wife Leah and a little bit before we got married we purchased the house and so I moved in first kind of got the house all prepared and I moved all my students from my mom's house to our new house together and that was a lot of fun and then after we got married my wife moved in and I kind of got to run this business from our house together and it was really cool and I loved working with the students loved just seeing their growth as humans and I kept learning more and now I had different challenges being being a married man while running this business and it was definitely an interesting experience for sure And again, just one step at a time, I kept growing as a musician, as a person, as a teacher. And then come 2017, it was really getting to the point where I was realizing that, okay, we really have too many students to keep running this out of the house. And now I had been looking for a little bit for maybe a year or two into getting a commercial space. That kind of was the intent from the beginning was to have a commercial space. But obviously it costs a lot of money. 
I mean, just to put things in perspective, it costs about $3,000 a month. That's $3,000 a month to rent my space. So before I get any money from students or any money from anything, I have to make sure that I pay this $3,000 a month for rent and on top of all the other marketing and every other expense. But anyway, so... In 2017, I got to the point where I was really starting to have so many students that it was causing, causing some trouble, and I knew that I would need to find a studio really soon. And, but I, was keep, I kept putting it off because I wanted to make sure I was ready, had the finances, everything in order. And then come, I believe it was September, September 2017, um, I actually got a, maybe it was, yes, I believe it was September 2017. We got a complaint from a neighbor. Actually, the city of Troy came to my house and said, hey, you can't run this business out of your house. You need to, and we got some complaints, so you have like 30 days to leave (laughs) to get the business out of here. So that kind of put a little bit of motivation under my butt to really get things started and to rock and roll with moving into a studio. And by God's grace, somehow we actually found the right place shortly after that had happened. Uh, I'm really thankful to my in-laws, Leah's parents. They helped me find this amazing space. And, you know, it was... It was actually on lease for seven months. Like it was just sitting vacant for seven months. And I think what happened was they mismarked it. So when they put out the ad that there was this space for rent, they, they put the wrong address on it. And I think when, if you actually went to that address that they put on, on there, it didn't look like a very nice space. But then we found out that the space that was actually for sale, which is the 4084 John R. Road, which is what, what we have, it was a beautiful, amazing space, and it looked like it was designed to be a music studio. There was big, nice, spacious rooms. There was glass windows so you can see into the rooms. There was a front desk. It just was beautiful, and I was so thankful that I didn't have to spend 30000 or $40,000 in renovating the space because that's what you often have to do not only do you have to pay lots of money for rent but you often have to pay a lot of money up front just to make your space um, usable for whatever your business you're, you're looking to run so anyway so I got into this beautiful wonderful space was so thankful that it just worked out so I got the keys November 1st And then November 2nd, I had all my students come over to the studio. So it was a pretty quick change. And thankfully, we were able to find this studio space that was just about a mile from my house and from my church. So I was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) My house, my church, my business, they're all within a mile of each other. So that was beautiful and wonderful. And it was close to the high school, close to the schools, on a main road. It really couldn't have asked for anything better and even though three thousand a month sounds like a lot of money it's really nothing compared to if i was somewhere else like for example if i was on the opposite side of troy closer to somerset mall my rent would have been double or triple what i'm paying now and so again i'm so blessed that i found the space that i did at the time that i did for the price (laughs) that i did um and you know thank god that um worked out and again i'm thankful for my in-laws and all the other people who supported me and helped me find this space and just helped the transition be really smooth. So again, now we're into 2017 
starting in a commercial space and gradually going from just me as a single you know a single teacher to having a, a whole team and just over the past 2 years been unbelievably blessed that we've grown from 70 70 students when when I started out of the studio to 170 students and it's just been amazing the growth and the ups and the downs and all the learning uh, we've gone through over the last two years. You know, now we have a fantastic team. I have Spencer, my number two guy. We have Lily, we have Chloe, we have Jason, we have Richard. There's just so many, Cameron. We have so many amazing team members. And Aaron, <laughs> I want to just keep thinking of more and more team members. But the number of team members, both those who are you know, officially employees, those who are interns, and those who are just supporters of the school. And we've just been incredibly blessed, and I'm just so thankful that things were able to work out the way they did. Because (laughs) it, it could have been way more difficult to find the right space. It could have been way more difficult to find the right team. And it's just the way that things played out has been nothing short of a blessing. You know, that said, in those two years between 2017 and 2019, I did make some really big mistakes. You know, I hired some wrong people. I did made some decisions too quickly. I didn't manage certain things. I, I was working a ton of hours. And there's definitely a lot of mistakes I made. And even like, you know, maybe there are students who fell through the cracks and things that really I wasn't particularly proud of. But... I was able to learn from those experiences. And actually, with every student who left or even any staff member who left, I was able to use that as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to innovate, so that I could serve more students, I could serve them in a deeper way, I could serve my existing students, I could serve my existing staff. Because that's really the whole purpose, that's what we're about here at j School of Music, is providing an amazing experience for our students and for our staff that empowers them to be the musicians and the people that they've always wanted to be. And, you know, I I love living in Troy. I'm walking around here in Troy and my hometown and I'm just so thankful that that I get to live here in one of the safest um, cities in, in the country. And that here I grew up here, I went to school here, I took lessons when I in Troy, and now all these years later, I'm actually able to run the school here, which is amazing. And even some of my teachers along the years, some of the teachers that I kept in touch with from middle school and high school, some of their kids are actually now taking lessons at the school. And it's such a small world, it's crazy to imagine that that could happen. But really, I think the moral of the story, what I've really learned the most from all that's happened over the last four, five, ten years since J-Row has come from just me teaching guitar as a 13-year-old kid to being a 26-year-old man, having a team, having a culture, having a whole community of students and families, I'd say that the top things that I've learned is number one, you need to care about people. You know, money, money is, is definitely essential. You do need money to, to operate in this world, to, to pay for food, to get the things that you need. 
But people, people are so important. You know, while it is, it's good to, to make money, sometimes what's even more important is the relationships you develop. Because no amount of money could have really afforded some of the opportunities that I've had over these years. It's because of those people who invested in me that I was able to accomplish what I have. And that's something that money can't buy. I really believe that the relationships you develop are extremely important and extremely helpful to get you to where you want to be. So while it's good to know how to manage your money, you also need to know how to manage your relationships. That, that was definitely an important lesson for me. So number one is people. Number two, I've learned that it's extremely important to become organized. Now, I wouldn't consider myself an organized person. My students know this, my team knows this. However, every time my business has grown, it's been in direct proportion to how organized I've been, how organized I've become. So I've learned to develop certain templates, to develop routines, to develop habits, processes, ways of doing things so that's not just in my head, but that I know I can count on, I can rely on doing certain things at a certain time. I know that if my team members are doing something, there's a way to do, do it. Or if they don't know how to do something, either A, they can ask me, or B, there's somewhere that we have a printout of how to do a specific task, how to deal with a specific situation. I, I found this has been really, really valuable, and there's no way we'd be able to serve 170 students if we didn't have some levels of organization. And that's definitely gonna be a focus for me over these next few years is becoming even more and more organized so that we can serve our people on a much higher level. So number one is people, two, organization, and three, which is kind of related to number two, is priorities. I've definitely learned that everything is, almost anything is possible but ultimately, it's not about whether something is possible. What ultimately matters is, are you going to do it? Are you willing to do the work in order to accomplish whatever it is? So when I initially had this vision, this dream of being a full-time musician, a full-time music school owner, it was just this big dream. And, and truthfully, there were a lot of dumb decisions I made in order to try to make this happen that really actually pushed the dream further away. I kind of got impatient at times and I didn't really think about the process or I would get distracted with all these shiny objects, all these opportunities. And what I've definitely learned is how important it is to prioritize, to know what is most important and to do those things. Because ultimately there's always a million things I can do on any given day and I have to identify what things are most important to get to where I need to be. And been, it's been um, you know, a journey helping my team see that too, is what is most important. And definitely my wife has <laughs> helped me a lot with this. And definitely having a son, Xavier, has helped me even, even more. Because you know, Leah has challenged me, like, hey Josh, like, it's great that you have this business that's growing, but I wanna see you. So she's really challenged me not, not to just like, work all these hours, but to be smart about my time and to have boundaries. And then having Xavier, having my son has really helped me again to prioritize even more because these moments are so precious. And again, I don't wanna be just working my life away and not seeing him. It's been really important to value the time I have with him and to be present and not looking at my phone and also to, to rely on my team and to strengthen my team so that I can make sure my students are being served while also 
spending time with my son and with my wife. So that's been definitely just a journey for me. So again, the, the, the top three lessons that I've learned from all these years of running the school have been number one, people. <laughs> to really care about people and to take care of people. Number two is to become organized, to create structures, templates, habits, routines. And number three is to prioritize, to focus on what is most important even if it means having to give other things up that aren't as important. And looking forward, I'm very excited about where we're going to be going as a school. There are a lot of great things just around the corner that you'll be finding out about soon, and I'll keep you in the loop about what is up going on at this school coming up very soon. One quick thing that I will mention is we do have something called the J-Row Pro School of Music. This is specifically designed for musicians who want to become professionals. So maybe someone who has this great musical skills, but they want to learn how to be a music teacher or a record producer, or they want to be a singer-songwriter. I'm really excited to launch this school. We're planning to launch it in the next year. And to kind of start it, what we're looking to do is to target maybe two to five students that we already have or people who we think would be great fits for this program who can really use some support to become professional musicians. So stay, stay on the lookout. We're going to be keeping you posted about the J.R. Pro, Pro School of Music. Also, we have some Christmas performances coming up on December 8th and December 15th. Uh, then those are both Sundays. So Sunday, December 8th and Sunday, December 15th. So anyway, I just wanted to give you a quick little update about where we are as a school, where do we come from, what was our Genesis story, and just kind of a hint about where we're going in the future. And the bottom line is, I'm here to serve you, I'm here to serve my students, I'm here to serve the most important people in my life. I'm definitely extremely excited about what the future will hold. And even more than that, I'm just excited to be alive here right now. And I really am so happy and so thankful that you took the time to listen to the J-Roll podcast today. That's all I have for today. Make sure to live on fire. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.